Finally, your vacation has arrived. And it's completely fine that you didn't book a hotel that accepts pets. Your beloved dog will be fine staying home with a random dog sitter. What's your dog ever done for you? Let you be the big spoon? Doesn't say anything about the shocking amount of selfies you take at home. Oh, oh, your favorite pets. Wow, he ate them whole. When a vacation from your pets isn't an option, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we offer pet-friendly accommodations. Hilton for the stay. This episode is brought to you by Welly Health, your favorite first aid brand. A lot of things can get in the way of your day. Colds, allergies, pain. Luckily, Welly now has over-the-counter medicines and drug-free supplements to help with all of that. And it's all made with trusted, science-backed ingredients you need while avoiding the things you don't. So get the relief you need and get right back to it with Welly Medicines and Supplements. To take 15% off your purchase, use the code GETWELLY at getwelly.com. I know what waxing is. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to bleach well, my asshole either. All right. I'm, I'm not making you do anything. You do whatever you want with Stop your asshole. Stop pressuring me to bleach my asshole. <laughs> I have an uncomfortable erection. <laughs> History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Welcome to History Defeats Itself, a comedy podcast that looks at events or people from the past and wonders, why do we never learn from our history? Only one of us knows the topic and the other two are in the dark, learning as we go right along with you. My name is Kevin. I am, of course, joined by John and Greg. How are you guys? I'm doing great. I'm very excited about today's episode, and I can't wait to hear if John's doing fantastic or not. I'm doing. I'm doing really good. I uh, I don't know if I said this on the last episode, but uh, for the last uh, oh I don't know like 32 years, I've had very low platelets, and uh, I, they think they finally figured out why. So pretty excited about that. So, John, yeah, we don't want to talk good. about your medical stuff every episode. Well, I mean, it's that's where I'm at in my life now. <laughs> so. That's all I have to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Are we not going to find out why? Oh, no. It's a, it's Is it because cliff- you're Greek and you always break your plates? It's a cliffhanger. So, um, no, actually, it turns out my platelets are not low. They stick together. So whatever machine normally counts them, it counts them really low. But it turns out I have the right amount of platelets. They're just not working correctly. That's so, so fucking boring. Different problem than they thought. So, so we cool. So we got to get inside there and we got to... Sp- we got to break up some platelets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you still hopefully die from it? Uh, eventually. Yeah. It may take another 50 years, but something's going to kill me. Greg, I wanted, I wanted to make sure that I pointed this out. Uh, I thought the Greek joke was solid. No. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciated your reaction by not laughing. So that always proves that your joke is solid. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. You made a Greek joke? Yeah. I don't think you can hear like half the things I say. That's true. Do you ever listen back to the show and you're like, I didn't hear that. I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, I or I that. didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> or why is Greg crying again? John marches past so many of the one-liners that I just assume he doesn't hear. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, follow us on TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> uh, last episode, I teased a newsletter uh, that we're going to be doing. Uh, we're still ironing out details, but it is coming soon and it will be hilarious. We're going to have exclusive content in it. So keep an eye and ear out for more on that. I've got an entry forthcoming, by the way, gentlemen. An entry. Well, I'm gonna. I'm I'm in the process of writing a little uh, entry for the newsletter. Is what I'm saying. Now. Oh, so are we gonna? How many are we gonna get per year? Best best situation. Oh, we're gonna get. Let's see. 
I think once a season I'll have my I wonder why Kevin's such an asshole. Okay. Uh, for mm-hmm. fall. Oh, then okay. For winter. For winter, I'll have like maybe like a little scarf and you put a little scarf on ear, me. Yeah. Earmuffs and Kevin's is it just going to be asshole. like a picture of an asshole and you're going to dress it up by season and just name it Kevin? Uh, I don't know how I would get pictures of assholes unless I just put your face on there. Did anyone else on like, this podcast I get a like tattoo that said Kevin on their asshole? Like, you. I, okay. like inside, like a long... Yeah, it's like a circle. It goes around. So it's around the rim of the asshole. A- around the rim, yeah. And it just says Kevin. Very, very tiny lettering, yeah. So it's like Kevin over and over again? If it's very tiny lettering, <laughs> I feel like you couldn't go all the way around the asshole. Uh, I, did, I, did, I did three letters on one side, three letters on the other side. <laughs> I added a letter to I your feel, name. I feel like that math doesn't was it a letter, out. Was the letter O? <laughs> Kevina. <laughs> Kevin. It's Kevine. Kevine. So, uh-huh. Kevine. Nice. God, you're going to have to edit all that shit out of there. That was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. No, I've, I, you've heard dumber. Yeah. You've man, heard you dumber. harsh. You are mean. I'm not mean. I, I just... I, like, you give me visuals of Kevin tattooed on your asshole. You can't count five letters in his name. And a <laughs> lot went wrong there. Lot well, went see, wrong. what I did there was I counted the V twice. So it's like a good divider, the V. Did you turn the I into a Y? <laughs> nope. Nope. That's all I got. Greg, are you ready to throw down? I am ready to throw down unless you're ready to hit another button that fucks us up. Shut up, Greg. Okay. Well, shut up or start the, start the show. I guess that's true. You can't do both. I mean, I could. <laughs> Guys, what do you think about when I say war? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. <laughs> war. <laughs> that's, okay, yeah. so you have a pretty typical response. <laughs> I like that. Do you poll a lot of people when you about this? <laughs> I poll a lot of people. Hey, baby, guess what? <laughs> I, I got a poll for you. Guess what? You I got a poll for you. What what comes to mind when I say the word war? <laughs> kind of a mood killer, but Okay. Well, not to be a downer. Uh well, I'm not gonna even ask you the next question if you're not gonna What comes to mind when I say the word emus? Emus. Emus? Uh David Attenborough. <laughs> All right, I like that. <laughs> I I literally, I go blank. Nothing comes to mind when you say the word, not even emu comes to to my mind. Did you guys ever think about combining the two? Wars and emus? War emu. I mean, emu war. I, now I want to watch that movie. I'm going to take you back to 1932 and the great emu war in Australia. <laughs> this is a real event, guys. Oh, this is going to be good. Were they riding them? Oh man, <laughs> that's the emu. That's the great emu rodeo. Well, yeah, they were, they like... were they were riding the emus into battle, and then they realized that the other side had uh, tanks, tanks, and they were like, "Oh, <laughs> this is not going to be good for us." It was a slaughter. It's funny that you mentioned that <laughs> because that's what it was. <laughs> oh, this is going to get dark for the uh, emus. S- spoiler alert. <laughs> It's funny that you said tanks. Guys, there was a war against emus in Australia, and it was not the Australians that won. Well, emus are a resilient fighting force. <laughs> a lot of, <laughs> they don't lot, fuck around. A lot of people don't know they're, they're very good with hand-to-hand combat. 
they they're, don't have hands, but they're still really good at it. Well, oh man, those talons are fucking badass, and they're sneaky as fuck. Like, and and they're masters of disguise. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> they they know how to dress up in human costumes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and like human suits. Yeah. And you think you're talking to your buddy Greg, but nope, it's like, a fucking so you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> is Greg is Greg going to reveal that he's actually an emu at the end of this episode? Uh, God, I hope so. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, I'm Jewish, so by definition, I'm a lizard person. Oh, <laughs> oh it's true. It <laughs> happens, guys. There, I have more information than just that. Although, really, it doesn't get <laughs> any more surprising because <laughs> I gave away the ending where the game was won the war. <laughs> but there are, some interesting, there are some interesting facts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The 1932 Great Emo War in Australia was an absurd yet futile military exercise to establish dominance, of course, over a species of flightless birds that ended in failure. Although, success for the birds. Where, where was it in Australia? Was it in a city or is it more in a... It's a Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, they did hand-to-hand combat in <laughs> Sydney. Sydney? They were, yeah. at, the, they were at, the, at the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't know. Emus actually built two-thirds of that building. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know what? They were trying to take over the whole east side, and somebody had to put a stop to it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they did. Well, so. they're, they're goddamn, their goddamn beards yeah. and their wired rim glasses. Yeah, their, yeah, exactly. And their poetry. Beatnik ways. Yeah. Are you talking about the emus or the Australians? <laughs> the emus. Oh, yeah. I was talking about the emus, too. <laughs> yeah. Australians are just a bunch of drunks. So. Whoa. <laughs> you know, we have, a, we have a couple of listeners in Australia. We Not do have listeners in Australia. <laughs> Hopefully they're drinking because we're drinking. I was going to say, the, the ironic thing when John said they're just a bunch of drunks is he had a beer about to go down the hatch as he said right. that. Right. I did. Well, I think I may be Australian. So you're also so. saying it lovingly. I am. Well, you might not be Australian, but you're definitely a prisoner. Or you've been in jail, so you have a lot in common. I'm a prisoner of my own pain. (laughs) We're all prisoners of your pain. (laughs) From an article from The Republic, uh, written by Pradesh Kuryubakaran. Yep. By the way, I noticed that No way that's wrong. This article borrowed heavily upon other articles I read. So I don't really know who the originator is of all these things. I could list off a bunch of names that are really difficult to pronounce, but I'm just going to go ahead and say I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) These are not original ideas. That's pretty much what you're trying to say. What I'm trying to say is they're not. Kevin, you have such a beautiful podcast voice. I just noticed that. (laughs) Three years? Say emu. Emu. Say David Attenborough. David Attenborough. (laughs) On December 10th, 1932, the Great Depression led Australia to declare war on one of its most beloved flightless birds, the emu. Obviously not beloved. And and this implies there's other flightless birds in Australia. I don't know if they can back that up either. Aren't there some sort of like uh, penguins in Australia? Not, I think you're thinking of Antarctica. Not the cold kind of penguins. There's penguins that can that are good in, in warm weather, too. Oh, yeah. They're the sexy hot penguins. Yeah, exactly. Come waddle over here and show me your penguin. <laughs> <laughs> and what are, what are kangaroos if not wingless birds? But they're fucking jacked. They, they are. are jacked. Have you ever seen them flex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Remember that time that fucking kangaroo was trying to choke that dog and some fucking Australians like, Oi! That's my dog! And just fucking gives it a right cross. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. That's a great video. You know, one thing that has not changed in three years of this podcast is our ability to do that. Okay. Accents. Yeah. And one thing that doesn't change is you don't stop calling out how bad our accents are. <laughs> but the important thing is to keep fucking trying. My wife, all the time, she's telling me how bad my accent is. But does she ever go for it? No. She never tries. She just speaks in her stupid Lancaster, California <laughs> accent her entire fucking life. Lancastrian. Lancastrian. Which sounds way cooler than it is. It's like Targaryen, but different. <laughs> is that from? Is that when you live in Target? <laughs> oh, my God. That's... Did you seriously no. never see Game of Thrones? Of course I did. Oh, I was making a Target joke. I don't... I, hey, I don't know. I don't know what you watch. Don't want to know what you watch. We don't know your level of stupidity. Okay, I'm going to get started. <laughs> the Great Emu War of Western Australia, as it came to be known, was a bizarre expedition where the country lost in a full-scale war against birds. And we do mean full-scale. Wait till you hear this shit. The genesis of the war that happened in 1932 can be traced back nearly two decades before that, in 1915, when the Australian government launched a soldier settlement program to help World War I veterans find gainful employment as they couldn't afford to pay them pensions in the height of the Great Depression. So what else are you going to do with a bunch of fucking Australian veteran dudes that don't have jobs? It's a Great Depression. Make them fight fucking emus. <laughs> <laughs> so did they, did they not... Did they did they actually like the emus and they were just trying to find something for these guys to do? I no. There's a reason why. I'll, I'll get to that in okay. a second. There's actually a reason why they wanted to get rid of the emus. It wasn't just to give some some vets something <laughs> something to spend their time on. I mean, like, look, you can either we can either have you go into the, the streets of Sydney and murder other human beings and <laughs> kill these birds. We're gonna let you guys pick because we're Australia. They're like, that's what we, can't we do both? <laughs> we thought about maybe trying to get set up like like a like a craft class or something for you guys, but you know what? That just felt like a lot of work. So we're just gonna right. have you kill a bunch of emus. Yeah, we had all these extra bullets sitting around. Yeah, I didn't. We didn't know what to do with them. You know, we could make necklaces, I guess. But no, you know what? Let's just let's just do this. <laughs> let's do this. We'll make Road Warrior later. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, John. John just fucking sounded so pissed with that. What, Road Warrior? Did you hear that? Did I I do it? It was very judgmental. What is his favorite movie of all time? No, 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 no. I'm not, I was, I was thinking it was. Uh, he hates Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> is is uh is he from Australia? Yeah, yeah. Gibson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mel. <laughs> We're on a first name basis with him. I forgot. Do you think Mel's short for like Melanie? Melvin. Oh, uh, is that what it is? Melvin Gibson. Melvin Gibson. <laughs> it's not Melanie. Melanie Gibson. The Either way, he was right to go with Mel. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good go. Okay. Or Mallory. Mallory. So let's see here. Uh, bah, 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 veterans find gainful employment so they can afford blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The policy entailed compensating over 5,000 soldiers huge swaths of farmland for cultivating wheat and rearing sheep. That makes sense. The scheme saw soldiers settling in Western Australia in one of the most remote and inhospitable lands, also known as Ibu Country. So is is rearing a sheep having sex with a sheep? You know, rearing a sheep is supposed to be raising a sheep. So oh. Prakadish Kiru Bakaran obviously mm. is not a, a like English first language person because you can only rear children. You can't rear sheep. All okay. Right. But I'm not going to criticize because I think she plagiarized this from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's probably not even. He didn't even mess it up. Feels Whoever like that part was a criticism that. too. <laughs> Could you tell that from my tone? Yeah, I think that was maybe part of it. You guys, emus began to devastate the newly acquired farms in 1922, just seven years after the lands were allocated to the veterans. Unable to cope with the menace, the government quickly reclassified them from protected species to vermin. God damn. Were there no steps in between? (laughs) No. Couldn't you get to kind of nuisance and, man, these guys. Yeah. They're not so great. To... Let's fucking kill these fucks. <laughs> yeah. So meticulous documentation on the issue revealed that by 1932, over 20,000 emus were confirmed to be stomping over farmlands and eating crops grown by the soldiers. Uh, That's going to get your dander up. I see where this is going. Do Australians have dander? Um, I would think I think so. Probably. Yeah. What is is dander the back of your neck? I don't know. That's a good question. Like dander, can't dander be something that you get from pets? I don't fucking know what dander is. But whatever it is, it gets up. I'm pretty sure that it's skin flakes in an animal's fur or hair, uh, to put in a sentence. You can keep your cat free of dander by proper care, but that's just a guess. Right, but it also it does say that it's for humans, too. Oh. But hmm. why, do you, why did you get your dander up? Where does that saying come from? Why do you get your flakes of skin up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Allergies, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's totally legit to get your allergens up because it pisses you off, right? Like, you know you're about to sneeze, so your dander's up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, guys, there was 20,000 emo, emus. Emos. 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 They're all listening to Bright Eyes and <laughs> a lot of lot of lot of eyeliner <laughs> combing their hair over their face. Yeah, there was a shortage in eyeliner that year. Like there was yeah, too much of a demand in Australia, and they, they had a yeah three month backlog. Or, or, you know Australians, you can't be emo with that fucking accent. No, no, you definitely can't be emo with that emo with that accent. You literally have to say g'day, g'day, mate. Plus, plus they have. Chris I'm really Hemsworth. sad, Mike. You could, just, you could still be like g'day. <laughs> my stupid parents kicked me out of the bunker oh boy we gotta stop with the accents <laughs> it's like, I don't even know what that was my stupid parents kicked me out of the bunker I didn't say it like that <laughs> yeah you did that's exactly so, what you okay, said so my, your accent okay. your accent's perfect because it makes fun of my accent but my accent okay never mind. <laughs> Going down Hello, governor. <laughs> Going down in I say welcome to Australia. Indeed. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you know the queen died? <laughs> oh, yes, she did. I was going to do the episode God on the queen. God the queen. I was going to do You want to pour one out for the queen for colonialism and all the negative stuff that happened, but also kind of some cool stuff. So I'm on the fence. I haven't seen the crown, so I know nothing. I don't know shit about the queen either. She lived for, she was, say, ruled for like 70 years. She was 96. Did you see that picture of Prince Charles where his hands are in front of him and his mm-hmm. fingers look like fucking sausages? And I'm not saying, oh, they look a little bit like sausages. No. It looks like he's holding 10 sausages. Somebody put sausages <laughs> on his hands. Like somehow he got, I don't know, probably they come off in a terrible butcher accent. And they, they grabbed the closest thing <laughs> was, to him, and they sewed sausage. Well, you need to their... look on the internet right now for Prince <laughs> I Charles. I kind of feel like they fingers. have more money that they could replace them with fingers, not sausages. 
Plus, would I mean, what would stop him from eating this, his fingers? Because I would do that. Yeah, I would do that. Too. I would do that probably within the first five minutes. I would constantly be like getting the mustard out, and like <laughs> Camilla would be like smacking my hand, going, "Don't fucking eat your fingers, you idiot! You're gonna be king one day." <laughs> Will you please stop and look at pictures right now? Really, of King Charles fingers? You have to. So fucking I have to put King this. Charles sausage fingers? Yes, please do that. It's nothing but dick pics. <laughs> Butcher trolls King Charles by selling sausage fingers and then says, I'm going to hell. All right. There's no images. Can you do images? I'm working on images. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Give it a fucking minute. Sorry. We got an audience, man. Oh, yeah. They look like sausages. See? I mean, he's old. He's. Not, it's he's, like he doesn't. I mean, they're have, definitely sausagey. I'll give you that. He doesn't even have lines in him for your knuckles. You know, how he always have those lines, like those sets of lines. He didn't have that. That's really funny that the sausages. Butcher actually put on like a sign up that said King Charles sausage fingers on the sausages. (laughs) (laughs) He's fucking old though. Holy shit. He's 73. He's waited a long time. Good on him. All right. Okay, I'm going to continue. Please. Um, Let me see here. Around the same time, the Great Depression caused the price of agricultural products produces i'm sorry to collapse making farmers lives even harsher so we got lots of problems we got twenty thousand emus we got fucking the great depression those australians are a surly bunch to begin with because you know they're all still prisoners and and wow. now there's fucking emus again i just so, i just want to say and i know i've been i've been you know i probably started the australian hate but we really love australia i don't know yeah, why we're going I, after you guys so hard so i think we got to be careful because we need to move there someday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have koala bears, right? In Australia, in Australia, yeah. do. Yeah. do they have There's komodo some... dragons? They also have like some fucking crazy spiders. No, I, I think komodo dragons live on an island, not Australia. The island of Komodo, Galapagos, or something like that. The Galapagos? Yeah, I don't think Galapagos. that's off of Australia, is it? No, no. that's off of Ecuador. That, yeah, yeah, that's he's... off South America, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's where the uh, those komodo dragons are. Well, no, they have the blue-footed booby. Th- those are there. Well, on the line is David Attenborough. So, uh, David, please, can you shed some light on this? Oh, hello, Kevin. Hello, hello <laughs> It's me, David Attenborough. David Attenborough. <laughs> David Attenborough. What's funny is that he's got, like, one of the greatest narration voices in the history of the world, and we're, <laughs> we're making him sound like an insane cockney. I, I can't believe you called me on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday there. Do you have any idea what time it is here? (laughs) I don't even know what that was. That was terrible. Like, why are we butchering him? He's done nothing but giving us joy. Joy and joy and more joy. Yeah. Okay, so their their lives were getting shitty. And lacking enough ammo to kill emus, the farmers were threatening to abandon the lands and demanding the government to find more prospective lands and relocate them there. But the government said, fuck you, here's more ammo. It was 1932... On November 2nd, that the Australian army intervened after immense pressure from farmers, unions, and other activists. I think it would be really funny to listen to activists just because of the accents. <laughs> like, can you take any Australian series about anything ever? I mean, hey, they got Chris Hemsworth. That guy is dreamy, right? He's very attractive. They have a lot of really good-looking people. They should change the, like shape of Australia on the map to a Chris Hemsworth shape. Is Margot Robbie just, Australian? Like his who? Oh, 
Is she? I think so. Yeah. yeah so is the Wolverine. She's kind of, yeah. Uh, like what is his name? Hugh Jackman Hugh or an actual yeah. Wolverine? No, no. Yeah, Wolverines, they're Australian. Yeah. Like, come yeah, over here. she was born in Australia. Yeah. What about What's-Her-Face that's married to What's-His-Face? Oh, oh, yeah. She's from Australia, too. Yeah. She she's hot. <laughs> so so hot. She's from Brisbane. I don't know if that's a place. <laughs> Brisbane's just fun to say. It is. And in the first ever battle of the Great Emu War, soldiers were reportedly armed with 10,000 rounds of ammunition and Lewis machine guns set out from Perth to launch an open attack, which failed. The devastating failure. The problem was, was is that the emus had the nukes. Well, <laughs> also there were twenty thousand emus, ten thousand bullets. Not enough. You need a you need a John Wick. You you need a thousand John Wicks to win that war. What's John? John, John you are you only have that's half as many. Half as many John Wicks <laughs> bullets. That's half as many as they need. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. Well, what, if you line them up right, you can kind of—that's what I'm saying. That's why you need you need a John Wick because John Wick is like good at like killing two people at once with a bullet. So is so is Deadpool. He's good oh. at killing two people with one bullet. Who else is good at that? Um, okay, that's all you got. <laughs> was that just those two? Lee okay. Harvey Oswald. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh damn! Too, too soon. soon. Oh, uh, Jinx, John. I love you. Okay, guys, so uh, let's see here. The devastating failure was widely covered by the Australian media at the time, and the reason given for it was the birds were too quick and too tough to kill. Newspapers constantly printed new war strategies devised by experts who all recounted later that it would take more than a couple of bullets to bring them down. And as John mentioned before, there weren't enough to begin with. So you were <laughs> There were only half as many you know as what that is? Needed. That's maths. <laughs> I did maths. I love how Kevin said that, but he didn't already go over that. <laughs> I don't know why that cracked me up so much. There were only half. Everybody, I don't know if you're keeping score at home. <laughs> Let's say you had two emus and you had one bullet. That is half the number of bullets you need to kill two It's not emus. like you can break the bullets in half and nope. subdivide them. Mm-mm. No. And you what if you? And that's also assuming a hundred percent accuracy on the ten thousand bullets. And most people know that with that accent, you can't aim straight. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're probably constantly spooking them <laughs> by saying words. The emos kept trying to do the accent and failing, and they got distracted. Hello, yeah. governor. That's not what I sound like at all. <laughs> the emus are like parrots. <laughs> yeah. And they just they just terrible, make but terrible accent. <laughs> yeah. Every time they get shot at. Hello, Governor. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Would you like some spotted dick? <laughs> Which I don't even know what that means. That's a dessert. Uh, spotted dick. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Well, well, let me hold on. I learned that by watching one of the um, Austin Power movies. I don't remember which one it was, <laughs> but yeah. Well, is spotted. it is it an actual penis? No, no, no. It's spotted dick is like a dessert. It's like a. But is it a, a dessert penis? No, it's like a. <laughs> Some people want penis for dessert, John. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so spotted dick is. It's a steamed a, pudding. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Man, John, uh, Kevin is a, either really, really, really smart, or he's sitting in front of some kind of machine that gives him all the facts. <laughs> some sort of. Oracle. It's got a goggle box. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, if this was like the 1600s or whenever it was, we would definitely see if Kevin floats or if he's. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, especially because we're talking to each other from like a thousand miles away, so that would be witchcraft for sure. Kevin, not great with maps or or distance, but good with math. It was revealed subsequently that nearly all of the emus escaped the attack. There's there's raisins in this pudding. I don't know. I don't want that. Okay, sorry. That's the spots. Before the end of November, the Australian military was launching full-blown war day after day against emus. Soldiers responded to reports every day of more birds flocking there with a strategy of their own counter the attack. Or to counter the attack. I got a little conspiracy here. What if... Oh. What if World War II started because Hitler read about this ridiculous thing in Australia and, and, and just thought that every army in the West would be like Australia, and if Australia cannot kill emus, they won't be able to withstand the Nazi superpower. Mm. War machine, what do you think? I think that could be true, but... But it's probably not. There weren't too many Jews in Australia, so Hitler was probably like, hey, you know what? Nope. We're not, we're not going there? Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to get inside the mind of a fucking <laughs> lunatic. That's true. And a dead man. Yeah. Can I can I get back to the topic here? I, I <laughs> we we you really we haven't really talked about what it was the emus were doing. Oh, I, I did talk about it, but you obviously you, didn't listen. You didn't listen. They were destroying farmland. No, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me finish my sentence. I'll oh, tell you I, what they're I, doing. I paused for, for no reason. <laughs> what the emus were doing to counter the offensive. Oh, <laughs> like how were they? How were they able to? They're spry. To, they're spry. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yes. <laughs> they probably dug out pits so the like you know and, trench and warfare sharpens yeah sharpens sticks so like when the they, as they ran across they fell into the they were really sticks. good with Molotov cocktails <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah amazing pilots too no people don't know this about emus <laughs> yeah. it just seems pilots. weird to me like that they were the, like what was the struggle here I'll. I'll tell you in a There's fucking fast. second. Fuck. I literally said that... <laughs> well, I'll get there. Hold on. Before the end of November, the Australian military was launching full-blown war day after day against emus. I already read that sentence. So you did. You get it twice. Soldiers responded to reports daily of more birds flocking there with a strategy of their own to counter the attack. Soldiers got closer and shot the birds from all directions. The casualties were still only a few dozen. The army even shifted to guerrilla warfare, but to no avail. With every new strategy, the emus adapted to battle. And here's a quote. (laughs) The army also acknowledged that each pack seems to have its leader now, a big black plumed bird which stands fully six feet high and keeps watching. It's it's the emu general. No, it sounds like that Darth Vader. (laughs) Could be. That's they have the force. That's what the fucking. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, it works. Okay, I'm going to start the sentence over again. So the army also acknowledged that each pack seems to have its leader now, a big black plumed bird which stands fully six feet high and keeps watch over while his mates carry out their work of destruction and warns them of our approach. Caca, (laughs) caca. Major G.P.W. Meredith of the 7th Heavy Battery of the Royal Australian Artillery said. Jesus Christ. He's got to get a shorter fucking title. He does. Yeah, that's way too long. Way too wordy. Let's call him Cappy. He went on to say, Cappy went on to say, 
If we had a military division with the bullet-carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world. They can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. Remember when you were talking about tanks earlier? Turns out emus, emus are living, feathered, plumed tanks. Huh. Who knew? Who knew? The emus knew. That's who. <laughs> that is who. <laughs> After 38 days of intense battle... With guns jamming, vehicles breaking down, and only a few hundred emus killed, the army was asked to call off the Great Emu War. A few on... hundred? <laughs> That's all they killed. A few hundred? Yeah, they only got it. They're probably just loud. I... They were just drunk. There's no way. Had to have been were. drunk. Had to have been. Have you but... guys ever been emu hunting? No, I'm too afraid to now. <laughs> well, I like it. I actually am going to cancel my trip this fall because that was my plan, but I don't know. I'm scared now. I pulled a permit for emo hunting, but I'm not going to go. <laughs> well, um, so this is, I, I, I get, so my next episode was going to be on what happened after the emu war, but I guess I'll just, I won't do that episode. But uh, I mean, it's like they actually went on and they started uh, trafficking a lot of narcotics from Australia <laughs> to America. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, you got to pivot. You know, you got to pivot. Like, <laughs> yeah, farmland well, just isn't where it used to be. So, I mean, even though they won the war, they knew they were welcome. You know, yeah. after that, mm-hmm. they, they couldn't really reconcile what happened. Mm-hmm. They got yeah. super cocky after they won. Yeah. And during Reconstruction, things just things just got really <laughs> dicey, you know? So. I heard they have really big, big dicks. Human <laughs> <laughs> dicks. They're banging all the soldiers' wives. And some of the soldiers. <laughs> They're a vindictive bunch. Fucking shoot Wait, at me they, with your they fucking Australian sed- bullets. Were they raping or seducing? I don't think it was consensual, John. <laughs> okay. They're emus. They can't speak English. Oh, wait. We said they were like parrots, and they could. <laughs> but everyone assumed they were being sarcastic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where was I? The Australian government opted instead to provide farmers with ammunition free of cost. God, I've fucking been drinking a lot. These words are all blending together. As, just like a good Australian, as and when they needed it, and also promised to build a 200 km kilometer anti emu wall. <laughs> Did you say km? Yeah. That's what it's written. I in know. But you, you don't know that. Never mind. Continue. Kilometers. Shut up, fucking Kevin. <laughs> Do you say FT for feet? <laughs> so? How fast are you going? Oh, I'm going uh, 60 MPH. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, really, it's nine INs. <laughs> <laughs> I've measured, I swear. Nine INs. <laughs> My penis is nine uh, what are those things called for inches? Doochie, doochie. A doochie. Okay, uh, so they tried to build an anti-emu wall, which never fully materialized, almost like Trump's wall. They also incentivized the <laughs> farmers by Bannon placing... That. <laughs> yeah. They tried to place bounties on emus. No one cared. The farmers continued killing emus and collecting their bounties for many years. According to the Australian Wildlife Protection Council, the law on hunting emus was very clear. Although their status has been changed to protected species, they can be cold. I like the way they say cold. What a euphemism. Cold. <laughs> How would you like it if you were cold? <laughs> if they enter private properties and with, an appropriate, with appropriate gun licenses, and now, nearly 90 years later, veteran soldiers turned 
farmers may have had the last laugh, last laugh, but there's no denying that Emus still won the Great War against a fully packed, drunken Australian drunken army that was drunk, <laughs> nearly despite all the odds stacked against them. That is an incorrect sentence. That's how it was. This guy's a stated terrible writer. Huh. And that's coming from me. So you guys ready for some bonus facts? I am. I am. So Australia has two national anim- animals, the kangaroo and the emu. It is acceptable to eat both of these creatures, <laughs> something that <laughs> may have very well been unique to Australia. Because, you know, in the United States of America, we have eagles. And if you catch anyone fucking <laughs> eating a bald <laughs> eagle, you're going to be like, fucking USA hater. <laughs> You can't even take their feathers, right? Because isn't that no, like... Yeah. You can't pick them up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in Australia, they don't care because you can get hungry and they're delicious. <laughs> Emus are now farmed for their oil as well as meats, feathers, and leather. The Aborigine... Oil, like, like they, you can run your car on that shit? <laughs> yep. No, yeah. that's what they actually run on. <laughs> Emu oil. <laughs> Emu oil? <laughs> no, My they run oil. on their feet, John. No. Oh. The, Aborig- <laughs> the Aborigine used emu oil for its healing powers, including relieving aches and pains, swelling, and inflammation. Oh. So it's kind of like uh, narcotics. It can also be used as moisturizer and has antibacterial, antimicrobial, and anti-inflammatory properties. It is currently used in many sunscreens, hair products, and pet care products. So I bet you didn't know that you're using emu every time you lather up to go to the beach. Kevin, you should really do that because you're really white. Mm. You don't want a bird. It's true. You are Mature very, very emus white. range in size from 5 to 6 feet in height and usually weigh between 90 and 120 pounds. They can run up to speeds of 40 miles per hour. Wait a minute. How much do they weigh? Uh, 90 to 120 pounds. They weigh more than me? <laughs> yeah, by about 30 pounds. <laughs> Either way. But it, within that window, they weigh more than you. Yeah. So they not only do they run, can they run up to 40 miles per hour, every speed... You every MPs, stride, MPHs? every stride is nine ft feet. <laughs> <laughs> is it nine feet really? Yeah. God so they damn. they get they 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 can cover a lot of MPHs. Yeah, they yeah. sure can. Damn it, I should. MPH should be MPH. K KMs KMs. You don't have to say Ms. You can just say MPH. Everyone knows that. So guys, it's pretty amazing how when you're Australian. You tend to defeat yourself. (laughs) And I'll tell you one way in which the Australians did not defeat themselves. They they tried it once. You can go to war with emus, but you're sure as fuck not going to do it again when they win. Unlike George W. Bush, who went to war, like they went to war, we went to war twice with Iraq. I feel like the Australians learned their lesson. Mm. They know when they, they know when their enemy is better than them. They sure do. Can I ask you a question? It's a personal question. <laughs> Why do you hate Australians? <laughs> I don't. Actually, I, I actually think they're really smart for not going to war with em- <laughs> But they did. Well, but they learned. They didn't, they, like, they learned, like, they figured out after a few days, I guess. No, but they didn't weeks. do it again. They were just trying to kill time until the Great Depression ended. <laughs> <laughs> there was a dust bowl on. What were you going to do? <laughs> a dust bowl in Australia? I don't know. No. I mean, I bet your... it happened there. It's pretty dusty in Australia. Yeah, it's dusty. It's dry. I'm sorry. I really don't hate Australians. I love them. I love Paul Hogan. I like uh, <laughs> Haggis, even though that's Scottish. <laughs> but it's probably... Like, yeah. 
I like didgeridoos. I like fosters. <laughs> I have, yeah. Yeah, I like fosters. I, I like Australia. I've been to an Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is. The Bloomin' Onion. I've had a Bloomin' Onion. Yeah, it's delicious. I don't, you know, it's fun to just talk about them in a funny way because they speak funny. <laughs> that's. <laughs> they yeah. do. Oh, they don't? I wouldn't call it funny. Do. I think they have a cool accent. I don't mind They have a really accent. cool accent. It's pretty annoying. I have a friend who can't stand it. Oh, so, so you just do whatever your friend does? Yeah. So he hates Australians, so now you he, hate Australians? Oh, my God. Oh, you're <laughs> assuming gender. <laughs> I just but know, yeah, he, I just know that it, women it, it, can't stand to be around you. So. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not funny. <laughs> it's a little funny. Nor, nor legally are you allowed to be around them. <laughs> well, I can't imagine... What you would have to do in life and be told <laughs> you could never. never be around someone of the opposite gender. I feel like there's a few people out there who probably should be told that. R. Kelly comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Or children. Donald yeah. Trump comes to mind. Yeah. Mel Gibson. All right. So. <laughs> just the next 20 minutes just naming horrible <laughs> men. <laughs> Guys. That was the emo Australian <laughs> war, and it's time to go to last call. All right. So, guys, I didn't really write a last call. We're well, not we going to do that anymore, right? Yeah. We're just Because we don't do a last call anymore. So what we're going to say about we just toast them. Australians is, God damn it, emos, emos. <laughs> Emo, emo, emo. <laughs> it's a weird word to say. <laughs> Especially because all three of us are emo, so it's really, really tough to not say so that. So instead of, instead of toasting to the emus and the Australians, I think we should pour one out for... Oh, I forgot to tell you how many Australians died in that war. Oh, j- wait, what? <laughs> wait, 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 what? They di- Who died? <laughs> Zero. Zero Australians died in the war. <laughs> So I would say let's pour some out for those Australians <laughs> that we lost. Emus, but they all lived. and 7,000 Australians died in the EU Let's war. pour one out for all the booze that those uh, Australians drink. How's that? Those drunk fucks. I'd be drunk too if I was fighting emus. Mm. It doesn't sound like something I would want to do sober. That was good. Vodka, vodka, vodka. All right, guys. Watch Kevin's videos because they're funny. Watch the videos. See you guys next time.